And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to a very special primetime edition here. Oh, show blitz here, the Mass Steel podcast, as we are counting down in about a little over uh, 45 minutes, less than 45 minutes away, we'll be seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Miami. Looking to go to three and five uh, for the season right now. The Browns uh, lost earlier to the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore in the AFC uh, North right now. And they are currently on a three-game losing streak. Since their last win was versus Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football right now. Uh, They lost that game, a tight one, uh, 23-20 in favor of the Baltimore uh, Ravens. And the Baltimore Ravens, as a result, they are – Top the AFC North, tied with the Bengals, but the only tiebreaker head to head after being on a few weeks back on Sunday Night Football. And uh, the Ravens are looking to take command for right now. But the Steelers, uh, for the moment, they are no longer at the bottom of the division right now. Uh, both teams, the Steelers and the Browns, are one and one uh, as of right now in the AFC uh, North. And uh, don't forget the Bengals right now. They are currently on a bye uh, this week. So good, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this week's action of uh, NFL football here as uh, we are right now in week seven right now. Uh, Steelers are really looking, trying to uh, get going right now with their season. And so definitely uh, been a little fork in the road right now. We're going to find out, uh, can they make it a little bit respectable right now? Go three and four. Then the next week they gotta go uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles, which is not gonna be an easy uh, task right there. You know, Pittsburgh Steelers have had their uh, struggles uh, facing the Eagles all time and have not won a game in Philadelphia. Uh, you have to look all the way uh, back. Last time they won a game uh, against the Eagles in Philly. Uh, was 1967, October 1st, 1960. No, excuse me. The last time they beat the Eagles in Philadelphia, you have to go all the way back to October 24th, 1965. The Steelers won that game by a touchdown. Only the 14 was the final score in that contest. That'll be next week's game, which will be a new kickoff game right now uh, for, for that week. But as we look at for the time being uh, right now, uh, Definitely uh, some interesting stuff going on right now. Uh, you, you see how it's uh, happening right now. I mean, uh, a lot of people still anticipating it. Probably Mike Tomlin having his first uh, losing season. We shall wait and see. But at the end of the day for uh, right now, I mean, listen, uh, it, after all this right now, uh, T.J. Watt having his uh, return uh, delayed a little bit. They're anticipating him to come back around the Eagles. But remember, he also had to uh, have, I think, knee surgery. He had to clean up some stuff. Remember, that was a game in the preseason, which he hurt injured versus the Lions right there. Uh, that was the only game we know the date that he played. 
Uh, but for the time being, uh, the biggest news uh, going into this game, uh, Kenny Pickett update, who actually won the concussion protocol after being knocked out of the game last week versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and which missed an incredible job uh, for the Steelers. I mean, big-time uh, show for him right there in that uh, contest. He will finish the game uh, in that situation right now, uh, 9-12 going for 144 yards, a touchdown with no picks, only got sacked one time. And you know what? I really uh, got to be encouraged right now. Steelers' run defense, uh, for the most part, has been uh, slowly like uh, holding its ground as of late, no pun intended. I mean, when you really tr- to look at it right now, the last three games, they kept it under 100 yards to all those three games, uh, giving up on an average about 98 points uh, yards per game. So that's a little bit encouraging right there. I know uh, Brian Flores, who was uh, brought in uh, for the Steelers uh, to be uh, assistant with the linebackers uh, coach. But at the same time, too, you got to really uh, keep a gap. starting to find uh, their stride right now uh, as it goes along. The only part of this now, too, the offense uh, has its struggles uh, big time as of late, uh, as you can see. And more particularly, the disappointing thing, I mean, people can make the argument, Sometimes the Harris is still not fully 100% healthy. Remember, he's got that list break injury he's been dealing with all year. And if he's been playing with a plate in there, but when you look at the rushing game for right now, both teams are struggling running the ball right now. Steelers are 26 in the league with only 520 yards uh, for the season off 143 attempts. That's barely over three and a half uh, yards a game. While the Dolphins, uh, have uh, 487 yards off 126 carries. Uh, they are ranked uh, 27. So the Steelers are ranked 21st. I mean, um, excuse me, the Steelers are ranked 26, and the Dolphins are ranked 30th. And we'll we'll wait and see how everything goes. But uh, other than that, uh, right now the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, speaking of which, as we uh, look after the time being, uh, they're uh, facing the Miami Dolphins right now. And uh, they'll be facing them tonight. They have the all-time uh, series lead uh, head-to-head, 13-11 and 11 versus the Miami Dolphins right now as uh, we speak. And the last time uh, these two teams uh, met uh, was three years ago on Monday Night Football. So only fitting that these two teams will meet on a primetime stage, this time being uh, Sunday Night Football, and we all remember what happened in uh, that game. Uh, Mason Rudolph was the quarterback who was filling in for an injured uh, Ben Rosper right there. Threw for 251 yards, two touchdowns with one interception, and went 20 to 36 in that game. Uh, and, and for the most part, I mean, Mason Rudolph, we know what happened a few weeks uh, later, uh, got hurt versus Cleveland Browns, and he's never been like the same uh, since when uh, being called upon to come into a game ever since that uh, Browns uh, fiasco, I mean, for the most part, uh, for like a starter-wise, as we look at, he is what, uh, one, one, and one. So win, a loss, and a tie uh, for him. And we'll we'll see how this uh, figures out uh, tonight right now. Hey, Pickett will be getting the starting uh, nod for tonight. I did think for a moment, I mean, was there going to potentially be a quarterback controversy? But after listening and watching around the league, especially in the Pittsburgh uh, media, too, on Odyssey, uh, nine th- I mean, uh, 93.7, the fan, uh, Pittsburgh, 
I mean, Bob Papiani made up an interesting point uh, where, like, if you did decide to go back to Mitch Trubisky, in the event that he did decide to start getting hot and, like, getting some rhythm, this team got some huge momentum. I mean, and the trade deadline's coming up uh, November 1st at uh, 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Would you consider, like, uh, listening to offers right there, I mean, for a guy, for Mitch Trubisky? And the only part I was a little puzzled at is right now, because I understand the logic. You don't want to, like, uh, mess with a quarterback's confidence, but you don't, you don't want to lose the respect of the locker room. You don't want to get players frustrated. I don't think Mike Tom will, will try and do that again. But here, here's the thing I could say right now. Mason Rudolph, with his time ticking down, one would think if you're going to have a quarterback other than Kenny Pickett go in, why not have Mason Rudolph? I mean, listen, I mean, his future clearly – is uh, at the end right now. Uh, there is obviously just no plans. He's just being a, a number three on the depth chart. It's not promising plans. He only signed a one-year extension. I mean, this is his uh, last season, I mean, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, as uh, we know it. And I, I just I just feel like for right now, why would you not try and get something in return for him? Uh, Bob was telling me that he was not active uh, the previous uh, games. And I would just think for right now, Mace Ruff, who's in the final year of his, of his extension right now, he's only accounting for over $4 million uh, cap number. I would just feel because they did state that they did not want to entertain uh, giving them up for a uh, late-round pick. Uh, this was during the preseason or at the conclusion of it. I would think for right now that Mason Rudolph will give you a better uh, situation pass-wise. Now, he's not as mobile. Of course, Mitch Smith, he's got the legs. But, I mean, if you're looking to get something going and try and build some momentum for and who can get something decent in return, I mean, maybe a fourth or a fifth-round pick that might be worth it because um, Jeremy Fowler, too, of ESPN uh, was also saying, too, uh, that uh, aside from that, aside from like the Deont- aside from the Chase uh, Claypool uh, trade rumors uh, right here, he believes that there could be two landing spots for a guy like Mason Roof uh, for to be a top backup uh, to either the Rams, uh, who has a uh, past coordinator, Zach Robinson. He was an accomplished quarterbacks coach at Oklahoma State uh, right there. Or the 49ers right now behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember, uh, Trey Lance uh, suffered a season-ending right ankle injury week two versus Seahawks. That was the 49ers' uh, home opener. And I would just think uh, for right there, why would you not start him if it's not to be Trubisky? I mean, and, and then Kenny Pickett, who was a full participant in practice all week, uh, clear out the custom protocol and is clear the play uh, for tonight. I just think that's just a little bit too risque, if you would ask me. Especially when you got the players union, keep paying attention to the league, how they're looking out for the safe, overall safety of the players and concussions in general. Because look at like Tua Tagovailoa uh, right now, who, who's who been um, missing in action uh, for quite some time. And I want to say... For him, uh, when you got uh, Tua here, let's see. His uh, last uh, action uh, for the moment, when, when you got a guy like uh, Tua, 
uh, on your team. His uh, last uh, start uh, this season, uh, and we're uh, confirming it right now, uh, came against the Bengals on Thursday Night Football. And a lot of people were pretty upset how he left the Bills game a week prior. I mean, a few days earlier, excuse me, uh, which is a noon game. Uh, who landed uh, funny and kind of lipped off the field, and they said it wasn't a cuss, it was a back. Well, when you have a spinal, uh, con- when you have somebody with the spine right there, that does fall into the area of getting checked out for a concussion. When you have, that's part of your back, that should be inhaled properly for a concussion protocol. He makes his uh, return tonight, right now, uh, for the season, as we look at it. Uh, to a of a law for right now, uh, he is 3-1 and one on the season right now. Uh, looking to keep his uh, team back on track. And uh, there you go. Once again, uh, for those of you tuning in, this is the show blitz uh, Steelers versus Dolphins pregame show here on the Metasteel Podcast. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at CGR and on Instagram at MetasteelNation. Uh, so what, what, what's the use? Let's just say if, hypothetically, if Pickett was not clear to play, play tonight, would you entertain having Mason Rudolph go in there and have him uh, build up some momentum, polish him up a little bit, even if they're playing hot football with him and he and he's doing real solid? I think that would be the guy you would want to listen to trade offers for. It makes no sense keeping him on this roster the rest of the way. And I just I, – this is where I kind of question Tom in this regard because you want quarterback competition throughout the preseason – and going uh, all offseason, too. I mean, through training camp for the preseason, and here we are. It's just a little bit unwise uh, for right now. Because I tell you what, this game right now is going to say a lot about their season. Remember, the only differences was when you had when you had eight and eight seasons under Mike Tomlin uh, twice, back in 2012 and 2013, once again in 2019, the difference was with all those teams uh, right there, when you, when you actually think about it, they actually had an electric offense in 2012 and 2013. You had the killer bead run right there to pick up a defense that was in the mode of recycling. And you had something to work with offensively. Defense, you had to go for some quite growing plays. It took them at least until 2016 for them to really start sharpening up in the form and really start playing lockdown defense little by little. I'd say 2017 at the latest. But my point is, when you look at this team uh, from top to bottom, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, right now, I mean, from all the sides, I mean, uh, I mean, with this here, this, this lineup, I mean, this talent on here is not really that good. I mean, who you really got on here, I mean, on the offense, I mean, Mike Thomas has been saying he's, Oh, junior varsity. I mean, you, I mean, you got some good guys right now, some rookies, wait and see. But I mean, like George Pickens, for example, uh, who's really doing good, uh, playing the right side of the receiving position. And of course, you got second year uh, tight end Pratt Fryer move. I mean, oh, the funny thing is, I mean, the only guy that's got any touchdowns for this team is Chase Claypool. He's only got one for the season. So. You look at it right here. I mean, of course, the offensive line is is still the verge still out. I think they're slowly starting to gel a little bit. 
And what I mean by that, though, too, when you look at the offensive line uh, for right now, I mean, like, like look in particular as far as like uh, sacks. They've only allowed 13 sacks right now for the season, which ranks 17. So that's pretty good right there. So I can live with that. I mean, that's a little bit. The problem continues to be is in the running game. 21st league right there. A lot of people expect this to be a lot more better to help out the style that Matt Canada continues to put out. That is not the case. Now let's go look at Chase Claypool, the other uh, trade rumor that was uh, buzzing all week uh, from our good friend uh, Jerry Fowler, uh, senior NFL reporter for ESPN. Uh, he said the Packers are looking for potential wide receiver help on the trade market, and Chase Claypool could fit that bill. Uh, his production has declined since his uh, sensational rookie season, where he and Juju Smith-Schuster back in 2020, which was two years ago, uh, he was tied for first with uh, nine touchdown receptions and was third on the team with 889 scrimmage yards that year. Uh, second amongst receivers and touchdowns the following season uh, last year uh, with three touchdowns. And is, this, and is the only wide receiver this year with a touchdown. The other one, uh, for the time being, when you look at the other guy who's got a touchdown, he's not a receiver, but he is a Tyler's Pat Fryer move. Najee Harris has two touchdown receptions. Just keep that in perspective for right there. And that's just where, like, you know, you, you get a little head scratching sometimes, wondering why. And to be honest with you, too, I think, you know, like uh, for most, I mean, Steelers for right now, they're wanting something similar uh, from people are, are speculating out there is that uh, when we uh, look at it, I mean, uh, from uh, this year, uh, Bill Huber, Packers Central, says the Steelers will be looking for a similar package what the Panthers received from the 49ers for Christian McCaffrey, which went down uh, this past Thursday evening after 10 Eastern. That was uh, reported by Adam Schefter of ESPN. And where the, four, and where the 49ers sent the Carolina Panthers uh, the, this coming year's draft, 2023, a second, third, and fourth round pick along with a 2024 a uh, fifth-round pick for Christian McCaffrey. And uh, that's what uh, pretty much what they sent them. I mean, he's on that team as we look at it. And uh, for the moment, I mean, I'm not sure if a guy like Chase Claypool is worth that type of deal, to be honest. Seriously. I don't think you're going to get that much high. If anything, it'll probably be something low-ball starting at minimal with a third-round pick. I'm not sure if he's that high. They'll probably give him at least, if they're lucky, a fourth-round pick. I mean, that wouldn't be worth it. But they were willing and desperate. I mean, look at once again right now, uh, Green Bay Packers, who uh, lost earlier uh, to the Washington Commanders right now. Uh, they are 3-4 and four this season. They're currently on a three-game losing streak. Uh, losing to the Giants, Jets, and Commanders right there after starting off the season 3-1. You'll figure a guy like Matt LaFleur would get things figured out uh, for the green and gold, but that doesn't seem to be the case as of yet. And that's just the, true, the, the reality of the situation right now. I feel right now that Chase Claypool, like I said, I just don't feel like he's on that type of level where it's like he's worth he, – he's going to get decent compensation return. All he just had up to this point was a great, uh, phenomenal rookie season, 
and that's about it. Uh, I'd like to hear like uh, your thoughts right now. If you agree or disagree with me, uh, feel free on uh, the like leave a comment here on the Facebook page. Uh, I uh, at Mass Steel Nation, you can just search Mass Steel Podcast. And one quick update, by the way, too, just want to give you guys a heads up. I know Facebook has transitioned to Meadow over recently. Uh, starting in the next week or two, I will be I will be moving over to YouTube Live. I upload a lot of my podcasts right there. So if anything, uh, I'm not going to be streaming live on Facebook anymore. I'll still keep my Facebook page up here, and I'll share my podcast onto this page. So if you guys want to tune into any live streams, check me out on YouTube Live, okay? Uh, you can just search Mastio Podcast. I'll pop right up right there. Uh, got a lot of great videos right there uh, if you guys want to check out in the past right there. So let's keep it moving along right here. Uh, like I said, then you also got to look at the rest of the Steelers receiving depth uh, behind a guy like Chase Claypool right now. I mean, one of the people we're looking at uh, right now is uh, Deontay uh, Johnson, who, which, by the way, signed a two-year extension uh, this past offseason, which is for about $36.71 million, which includes a 17 and a half signing bonus with 27 guaranteed and an average annual salary of over $18.36 million while $19 million was guaranteed at signing. So far, the Steelers have made have not made any indication they're willing to deal uh, him yellow, I mean, Claypool, by the trade deadline as we look at. But like I said, I'm just not sure if Chase Claypool is going to get that much in return uh, for the time being as we uh, look at it here. So let's uh, move on right here. Roster updates. We already know that Kenny Pickett, he has cleared the play for tonight's game. Uh, when asked about this week, uh, he was saying that I went through it with the doctors and medical staff, according to Pickett, uh, knowing that this was the first time he's been in concussion protocol in his career in the NFL or college at Pitt. We have people flying here to meet with these doctors, so I know they're the best in the country. I feel great where I'm going into or I'm at going into today as uh, we look at uh, from there. Also, Matt Canada had this to say, we're going based on how things are told to us, according to Canada. We'll function accordingly. Everything's about clear and all go. So we're functioning that way. We're just taking normal steps you would take in this situation. Wide receiver Deontay Johnson likes what he's seen from Pickett. Uh, he looked good, according to Johnson. It didn't seem like nothing was wrong with him. He seemed locked in, ready to go uh, for this week. Just normal Kenny out there uh, bringing the same energy he brings every day. He looked good. It didn't seem like nothing was throwing him off, like he was fine throwing the ball. Steelers also, too, announced that uh, safety, uh, DeMonte Tazi, returned to practice Thursday, but he remains on IR. Uh, they have 21 days to activate Kazi to the 53-man roster. If he is not activated during this period, uh, Kazi uh, cannot return to active roster for the rest of the season. So as we uh, look at it right here, let's go ahead and jump right into Keith's game uh, for a potential Steelers uh, win tonight if they could uh, pull this one out. Key number one for the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers uh, right now uh, in this uh, game will definitely be uh, points off turnovers. Why do I mention uh, points off turnovers? Well, the biggest reason why defensively right now, who, which by the way, uh, defense, they're ranked number eight in uh, takeaways uh, for the season, total takeaways. Uh, they're fourth in the league with eight interceptions. 
and have two fumble recoveries right there. And plus their uh, turnover ratio uh, is plus one. I mean, it could still be a little bit more uh, better. You know, it has slowly dipped since week one when they have start off the season with a plus five uh, ratio. Uh, and the reason why I, I say that, like I said, 10 total turnovers, they got 30 points off those uh, turnovers, which included three touchdowns, uh, one of them being one of those three touchdowns being a pick six uh, this season, which was in the opener versus the Bengals. That was by Mika Fitzpatrick. And they had uh, three field goals. So t- so they only got in 30 points off 10 turnovers. Three touchdowns and three field goals, all extra points, attempts being cashed in. Offensively, too, when you flip on the other side, uh, which they have nine turnovers they surrendered offensively where they've given up the ball. Uh, they've allowed 16 points off those nine turnovers right there, which includes two touchdowns and a field goal. Arcs points uh, being made right there. It's going to be a big thing right there. So when you look at the defensive side, I'm looking for uh, guys handle up uh, corner and safety. Uh, Cam Sutton and Mika Fitzpatrick play big roles here. The leader team will combine five interceptions, three for Mika and two by uh, Sutton here. So that's going to be uh, key number one for tonight's game. Key number two, offense, on the other hand, has surrendered, like I said, six points off that turnovers, includes two touchdowns on the field goal. So Steelers secondary versus Dolphins wide receiver tandem. Why is that? Well, the Steelers secondary, they're going to have to try and defend against guys like Jalen Wild, Terry Kill, who are the top two leading receivers for the Dolphins this season. Uh, three for Wallow, two for Hill right here. Hill's been massively impressing so far, uh, gradually, uh, especially being without uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's still producing reception yard-wise, but only got two touchdowns so far. Uh, look for that to probably uh, bulk up a little bit more. Key number three, leather rip. And what I mean by that, Dolphins' pass defense is 26th in the lead. is only one interception so far with four, to- or four total turnovers. Uh right now, which is 30. If they have a hard time uh, defending in the secondary, uh, that's going to be a a big thing right there uh, as we look at tonight's game. And then the last key uh, for this will be weighing the ground game. Steelers run defense has been slowly improving since they have jumped up 14 spots, which they finished off last season. They're 18th in the league and defending the run, allowing 120 yards gained. They've allowed 293 yards the last three games, two out of those three games, and where they kept it to under 100 yards. That's about 98 yards per game. So let me know what you think. Uh, like, once again, you guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter, at MetaSteelCGR, and on Instagram, at MetaSteelNation. Feel free to check out a lot of my uploads on YouTube. And you can also check me out on Anchor.fm, which shares my stuff uh, to uh, Mixcloud, Soundcloud, and uh, Brico Audio, Overcast, Podcast, Radio Public, CPBC, and Spotify. So I know I'm making this one a little bit short, but feel free to uh, check me out. Sorry for being after the last couple of weeks uh, right here. Uh, just had a few things to take care of, but let's, let's win. And here we go, Sirius. Here we go. I gone.